0: So turn to John 10 with me. Some of you should have read this if you've been keeping up with your reading in the book of John. Uh, Let's start at John 10, verse 29. And so my father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. And so the seed is so important to our lives. All right? The seed is the greatest thing in the kingdom, right? And so when we say the seed is a, because tonight I want to connect you and the seed, all right? And so I don't want you, uh, so go ahead and shake loose. Uh, don't get all uptight. I need y'all to go with me tonight. I don't want you to be holding on to your pocketbook, because I'm not trying to get nothing out of your pocketbook. I'm trying to get uh, a realization in you of who you really are. All right. And so I need to connect you in the seed tonight. I need you to not just think of yourself as a seed, as something uh, religious, uh, but as something real. I need you to understand that you are, and so now if God uh, gave us Jesus, right, and Jesus Lived his life, died on the cross, rose again, ascended, and now sitting at the right hand of God, he's coming back. Then if 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 what he did, if he was a seed that was sown and I'm the manifestation of that seed, then that in turn makes me what? A seed. All right, so if I'm his seed, then we we we'll read too where he says, you know, I'm sending you to do what my father sent me to do. As he sent me, I'm sending you. Alright, and so now you are that exact seed. And so I have to be able to understand that anything in life that's gonna that's gonna manifest or gonna prosper is gonna come by way of the seed. And so we talking, so now if we talk about financial manifestation, the only financial manifestation is gonna come by a financial seed. The only uh, manifestation in my life or manifestation of my dream or whatever I want to attach to manifestation is only gonna come by way of a seed. And so now, if I am the seed for the dream of God, then the manifestation of that's not going to take place until I see myself as a seed. Until I sow my life, God won't be able to reap his harvest. His dream won't be able to manifest until I sow myself. Because we wouldn't be here unless Jesus understood and saw himself as a seed and knew that that the will of God will not be able to be produced in this earth realm if I don't see myself as a seed and I sacrifice myself as one. And so now I cannot disconnect my life from his life. I cannot disconnect myself from God. I cannot disconnect myself from the seed. So anything that happens in life comes by the seed. Because Jesus said it, if you understand the principle of the seed, you understand the whole kingdom of heaven. All right? And so, I got a question for you. Manifestation of fruit is only an effect. All right? Manifestation of fruit is only an effect. But what is the cause? What's the cause for manifestation of the fruit to take place in my life? Because you know a tree by the fruit it bears. And so a tree can't bear fruit. It can't even be a tree unless a seed has been sown. And so the very makeup of that tree before it ever manifested into a tree was on the inside of that seed. The the seed knew what it was before it knew what it was. Before it manifested, before before it shot up, grew out, whatever you want to say, before it knew that, the seed knew that this is actually what's on the inside of here. You are going to manifest by what's on the inside of you. And so I'm here to tell you tonight, you are going to only manifest by what's on the inside of you. And so we cannot keep thinking and trying to, like, I won't, like your job, is not your, your job is not your way to get money. And so I don't want you looking at your job anymore as a place that you go to get paid. Because now you're looking at that thing as uh, a way for you to get money. Who in here look at their job as anything other than get money? Because if it wasn't about money, would you be doing that job? Some of us hate our job because we're only there for one reason. But now if I understand my true reason for being there, it'll make me going there that much more enjoyable. But if I only look at it as a way of money, then because, you know, that job ain't even enough to pay you the way that you want to live. And so if we just think about it in layman's terms, there's no way that you're going go to live your dream out by that job. That, like that check ain't big enough. It just ain't big enough. I don't care if your check, it's nice, it ain't big enough. It's nice It might be better than your last three checks, but it still ain't big enough. No, I get $27 an hour. It still ain't big enough. Because now you take them hours away, Come on, sir. Oh, no. how much is $27? Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. All right? And so now the way that manifestation takes place is by a seed. All right? Yes, sir. And so turn with me. Uh, I got some scriptures I want to go to tonight. Turn with me to Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah 55. Because I told you that your seed has a voice, right? So in church, like, I need us to stop, um, I need us to stop, uh, like, uh, categorizing or grouping stuff off separate from other things. And so now we we can read this verse and we can believe it by faith that, This thing is actually true. But why is it only according to me? And so now if I'm a seed, then if this verse applies to me, then this verse applies to my seed. Isaiah 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So now, if you believe that you got the voice of God to be able to prophesy to your situation, and the thing that you say out of your mouth, his mouth become your mouth, then if I have that, if I believe that, if I attach my faith to that, why am I separating that verse from my seed? If I, if I believe it's true enough for me, why don't I believe it's true enough for my seed? Or do I not believe that it's true enough for me? Do I not really believe that I can speak to a mountain and it got to move? Come on, come on, come on. Hold on. Uh, let me see. Who got some lotion? You got some? I don't care what it smells like, what it look like. But I ain't showing no brands on the Internet unless they send in a check. (laughs) All right. And so this is what a lot of us do when it comes to when it deals with uh, when it deals with the word that we receive and our faith. And so we come in and we're in need of a thing. And so we ask. Or oh, we receive, Because you know, once you ask, God say, you can receive, right? You have not because you ask not. And so I asked for some lotion. And so there's some things that you've been asking for, right? You've been asking, we, you know, we, got a, we, got a, we got a lot of things we be asking for. Somebody say, I got about 10 things on my list right now on my prayer requests that I ask for every morning. So we got some things that we've been asking for, right? And so now if I, if I ask a thing in his name, he'll make it good. I can receive it, right? And so I ask for some lotion. And so it does me no good to get that lotion if I'm not going to do nothing with it. And so now I can't complain about, like, dang, man, my hand's ashy. When I have given you the thing that can solve the situation that you're dealing with. And so now if, if it's ash that I'm dealing with, if I ask for lotion, I receive lotion, then it does me no good just to hold on to this lotion and don't use it. Because cause now if we had a bunch of these, right, then this is what God has done to us. Yeah, you one, and yeah, you one, and yeah, you one. You won, you won, and so on and so forth, right? Everybody got one, all right? Just pretend you got one. Use your imagination. And so God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So we all got some faith. But what good is having it if you're not going to use it? Just like when we, you know, we had the credit card, that debit card, the yeah. gift card, whatever you want to call it. If I give you cash money right now, what good is it to have if you can't use it? Right. If, I, if, I get, if I say I got an account for you, right, and I got $500,000 in there, yeah. uh-huh. and you'd be like, yes, Lord, I received. Thank you, Jesus. $500,000. <laughs> yes and dudes, You answered my prayers, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. You start doing all kind of dances. Yeah. I gave a check to somebody one time. I'm not going to say no names. I'm not going to look at no directions. But I never saw them shout in church before. But when they got that check, they shouted. I said, oh, you can do that in church then, huh? All right. And so I can say, yeah, you got that, you got that account. It's in your name and everything. Thank you, Jesus. 500,000. What am I going to do with that? I knew I got a lot of things I could do with that. I already got my, I already got my list. But if you don't know how to get into that thing, if you don't know how to access the thing that you've been given, then what good is it to have it? Here go your lotion. Thank you kindly. And so now turn with me to John chapter 14. John 14. Verse 6. Let's go to verse 5. I Always like like showing the question before we see the answer. Because we always got a lot of questions. And so now it's cool to have them questions. But once we got them questions, we got to see what the answer is. And so here we go. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And so if there's going to be any access granted to you, it's going to have to come through me. And so now your faith has to be attached to what Jesus did at the cross. And so now if my faith is attached to that, the only way that I can have an answer or a path to anything that God has for me and who he created me to be is going to have to come through that channel. And so he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Turn me to 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard; neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. But God hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yet the deep things of God. And so now we look back at the scripture that we went to uh, Sunday, where Jesus said, "Go out into the deep." And so, whenever uh, we find ourselves uh, stuck in a situation or not knowing the answer or not being aware that we are the answer, then the only way that we're going to know what that answer is or who that answer is is by the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus, so do you, do you believe Jesus knew who the Holy Spirit, like do you believe the Holy Spirit knew who Jesus was? Do you believe the Holy Spirit was able to minister to Jesus and to direct him because, like, Jesus, like, he said, me and the Father are one. So there's a trinity working here that can't, like, so now if if, if I'm going to be like him, then I have to be connected to that trinity. And so if he needed the Holy Spirit to do what he did, how much more do I need the Holy Spirit to do what I do? Because he said these works... And greater works. shall sure you do because I go to my father. Because I'm going off the scene. And so now I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you somebody who knows what I know. And so the same way I told Peter to go out to the deep and, and drop your nets for a drought is the same way the Holy Spirit is going to instruct you on what to do with your seed. Not just your money seed, but your life seed. So I can't be try- out here trying to make decisions and moves on my own without the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Because when you hook up with the Holy Spirit long enough, like I told you, like, you begin to know what he knows. Yes, yes. And so now it's just like Jesus when it came down to I, I, didn't, I didn't roll up on these people. They got 5,000 of them, and ain't nobody got no food. All these people hungry, they tired, they sweating, they stank. They want something to eat. But now what are we going to do here? And so now it's not a, it's not a thing to where I got to go, you know, fast for 30 days and pray for 10 hours Of this because now and so Jesus asked them, you know, what we gonna do, y'all. They got all these people out here, and we ain't got nothing to feed them. But scripture says he himself knew what he would do because it wasn't him that knew, but it was the Holy Spirit, God, within him that knew exactly what he was gonna do. And so now I'm not out here in life trying to reach for this, reach for that, talk to this person, talk to that person. I need to talk to the person. On the inside of me. Because, like, Jesus, Jesus wasn't consulting the disciples. Like, he wasn't asking them, hey, y'all, I don't know what to do here. Like, what y'all think we ought to do? What you think or what you think? No, I don't like his idea. What your idea is? Y'all want to vote on it? uh uh No, he knew what he was going to do. And so now, I'm, I, so now, now I just want to know if y'all been paying attention. Now, if, now I won't see if y'all really been connected to me the way that y'all should have been connected to me. And so I already know what I'm going to do because the Holy Spirit is in me telling me what God wants to do in this moment. And so in this moment, they got, they, got, they got lack here. And so he is not a God of lack. He a God of more than enough. And so now if there's lack here, then we got to solve this lack problem. And so when they, when, they, when they got the bread and the fish, right, after they finished, they had what? Overflow. More than enough. Because God never wanted to get you just by. He never wanted to get you, like, just enough. Whew, we scraped by by the skin of our teeth. Like, bet batt- they would have had three more people, we would have been done. But no, he said, take, take all these baskets. Go ahead. Like, they got more than enough. Y'all want to eat again? Who want seconds? All right? And so turn with me. Uh, turn me to Second Kings. No, let's go to First Kings, because I want to release something on you here tonight that's been released on me. And so I'm not going to be selfish and keep it for myself. I'm going to share it with you. So if you didn't make it to church tonight and you're watching online, may the grace of God help you. Because I'm releasing this in the house. So you just ask him to, to let you get some over the, over the, over the Internet. Because you know it's better when you're here. Uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21. Okay, I didn't want to go to this before. I did want to go to Second Kings, but we're going to stay right here, First Kings, because this is a good, this is a good scripture. <laughs> Verse 21, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, because, you know, you know, I got to hit you uh, with your health just a little bit. <laughs> and Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long halt you between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Popeyes be God, then follow him. If lack be God, then follow him. If just getting by is God, then follow him. If just enough is God, then follow him. him. If I'm comfortable in life right now, then follow him. But choose who going to be God in your life. And so it's not a thing about, you know, what can I eat or what can not It's like, you know, this eating thing, uh, I have to take control of my body. Like I have to be my own physician. Like they got nurses on the inside of me that's ready to take care of me, but I got to give them what they need to take care of me. Because I told you, like, the position that you were in is not God's fault. If, if you are upset with the position that you're in, if you upset with where you at in life, if you complain every day about what hand I was dealt, or why I ended up in this family, or why this person, this or that. There's no one to blame. But you. Because now, like, it don't matter, like, I was already dealt the best hand that I could have. When I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, that was a wrap. I ain't need no other hands. It don't matter who who my mama, who my daddy is, I don't need no other hand but that hand. If the hand of God is on my life, it don't, like that's my hand now. His hand is my hand. And so whatever is in his hand, like there's no separation between me and him. So if prosperity is in his hand, it's in my hand. If health is in his hand, I don't, I don't care if, if it ain't, if, if you sit next to me and it ain't in your hand, right, right, right. that ain't none of my business. <laughs> I, know, I, I know who hand it is in, though. Know, it's in my hand. There's nothing in life that I could be lacking that he isn't able to fulfill in my life. And so I cannot continue to be, uh I cannot continue to be yoked up with Satan. Because if you're not operating, functioning in him, you've operated, functioning in somebody. So if it ain't him, then it got to be, ooh, that hurt. Then it got to be Satan. And so now... Say if Satan, so now let me turn with you, Matthew real quick, then we'll turn back to, to 2 Kings. Ah, Matthew, um, Matthew 5. Matthew 5. Verse 17. It's Jesus talking. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. So if there's any destruction in your life, then it ain't Jesus. Because Jesus just said, I ain't come to destroy. I came to fulfill. And so if God's will... Is wealth? Then I come to fulfill. So if God's will is wealth and health, then what have you come for? What are you here for? Are you here to destroy or to fulfill? All right. Turn me now to Second Kings. <laughs> Because in life, there is no, uh, like, no in-between. Like, there is no neutral. Whether you're either going forward or you're going backwards. You're either going forward or you're in reverse. Like, because cause if, if you feel like you're in neutral, if you feel like you're in the same position, then I can guarantee you that you're not because everything around you is moving. And so it's moving past you. And so if you're still in the same position that you was in, you, you're not in that same position no more. You're further back than you was when you stopped. And so there's, there is no in-between. Either you destroying or fulfilling. You can't, I'm destroying a little bit, but I'm fulfilling over here. No, either go be a destroyer or a fulfiller. <laughs> Choose you this day. You go. If God's your God, follow him. If Popeye's your God, follow him. Are you going to fulfill or destroy? All right, let's turn to 2 Kings chapter 4. Cause it's up to you. Like, God, like, what else we want God to do? Like, what else? We want. Now we want to We want to open the sky and to drop off a mansion right where we at, huh? We want. We want, We want. We want like Independence Day. We want this beam come out the sky. And we want that beam to hit our bank account and say, God, just dump it on me. Just dump it on me, God. I'm your your faithful servant. I deserve all of these things. And so now we've been caught uh, just confessing without accessing. And so if you've been given keys to something, you have to use the keys to access the thing that you've been given keys to. Mm-hmm. And so now, your life and your prosperity is not, um, there's, there's keys that he's giving you to access that. Yes, All right? And so now, I'm going to bring something else to you. Money coming. Yes, sir. Yeah. We like to say money coming, huh? Because, yeah. you know, money coming. <laughs> like, we be ready, boy. We be shouting everything. Because. Money, 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 money. But with the revelation of money cometh came some keys. And so you can't can't say a thing without using the keys. And so if I'm outside my house, right, and the door locked, I can speak to that door and say, you door, you open. I command you to Open. I'll bind this lock in the name of Jesus. Open this door right now. And somebody is going to stand out there, probably calling, and he going to get me on Snapchat, yelling at the door. And so now, no. I want to use all the spiritualness that I got on the inside of me, and I want to speak to this thing, but I don't want to use the keys that I've been given to access it. And so, with money cometh, Came what? The keys. And so, in order for you to pull, you got to release first. You can't be up here talking about money ain't coming, and then put your hand in your pocket. No, you got to release before you receive. Come on, I'm going to prove it to you. Uh, chapter four, verse one. Now there cried a certain woman, other wives of the sons of the prophets, unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? Because whatever it is that you need to get you out of this crisis or dilemma, you already got it. The thing, the very thing you need, you already got it. You just don't know what to do with it. You don't know you got it. But once you find out that you got the keys, now it's time for you to use your keys. But if you don't know you you can have the keys with you. But if you don't know you got the keys, you can't use the keys. And so now I'm gonna ask you what you got. And so now, there's a lot of things that she could have named. She could have said, well, I got a sofa in here. Uh, I got a wooden table. But no, she knew that there was something significant that she had. And so she said, I got a pot of oil. Come on, let's read. What hast thou in the house? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, go borrow these vessels, these vessels abroad of all our neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. So here we see that borrowing ain't evil if you've been given instructions to borrow. It's when you go borrow on your own, and then you try to bring God into your uninstructional borrowing, to help get you out you your borrowing debt. Then he said, go borrow. So now when I get instructions to borrow, that's different from me just going and say, uh, let, me, let me get this on credit. Or let me, let me get this loan out. Then he said, go borrow these vessels abroad of all our neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, And shall pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So here she came to him to find out, what do I need to do to get out of this situation? And he said, what you want? What you got? What you want? What you got? What you want me to do for you? What you got in your house? What do you already have? Are you aware of the thing that you already possess? Yes. And so now, instructions are given. Yes, my life, my money, yes, has to be attached to the instructions of the Holy Spirit. Because yes. once there are instructions, then proper manifestation can take place. Yes. Yes. But when I just go ahead and I think that I, I know like, this seemed like a good investment. Good, this person coming out with this, let me go ahead and put some money in that. And so now they say, actually, it didn't work out. And so now your money gone. And now, God, why this happen to me? Why you won't ask me now? Oh, now you won't talk to me. Where you was, where you was at five weeks ago? Why you ain't hit my line then? Oh, but now you in the jam. And now you won't talk. Now you want me to get you out of a situation that you got yourself in. Because you didn't heed to instructions that I could have given you. I could have told you exactly, that ain't going to work. That's only a money scheme. They're only trying to get your money so they could build their portfolio. And then you be out here stuck. But you went ahead and did it because you thought it was a good idea. And so now, you know, it's a, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. But now if I want to direct my own path, I'm not going to acknowledge him in all my ways. Either we're going to believe the Bible or we not. Either we're going to believe the word of God or we not. Either we just going to come in here Sunday and Tuesday after Sunday and Tuesday and just come up here and raise our hands and fake praise God and go ahead and live a raggedy life, not attaching and not making this this word alive in our lives. Like, the word is no good until we put flesh to it. Until the word becomes flesh, it ain't nothing but word. It ain't nothing but words on a page until this word becomes alive in my life. And so now it can't become alive to my life until I access it and activate it but I can't activate it or access it on my own, I need help of the Holy Spirit because I have to live a, res- a revelation lifestyle. Yes, a resurrection and a revelation lifestyle. Yes, and so either we go going to believe the Bible or not. And so now, we, so now how, how many ways do you acknowledge God in what you do? Wow. Decisions you make for your livelihood, yes, for your locale, for your job, for your children. Or the one you won't be with. Come on, yeah. That's good, sir. Do you? So, 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 which ways you acknowledge him? Oh, which, which which ways? Do you got a list of ways I acknowledge him in these ways? But these ways are my ways. I'm a, I'm gonna handle these. I'm gonna get him the big stuff. I'm gonna give I'm gonna get him the stuff. No, I ain't not the big stuff. I'm gonna get him the stuff that I feel like I can believe that he can do. If I don't feel like, if I don't believe, if I don't feel like I, I believe he can do these things, then I'm not, I'm not putting that on the list of, of acknowledging him in those ways. Cause I'm, I'm gonna find out a way to get it done on my own. And so now, if I want this thing, I could, I could, I could strategize and I could figure this out. But see, this little thing over here, I believe he can handle this, so I will give him that. God, what should I do? Like this girl don't want act right. She keep cutting up in school. She don't. What, what shall I do with her? Cause this a headache. I don't know what to do with this. I've been trying, so I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. try my ways, and so now nah, I acknowledge your ways in this. We, was, we, we I was good over here, but she ain't turned out the way that I thought. All these self-help books, all these parent books, all these blogs and stuff I've been reading—they was wrong. This might have been good in some suburb, but where we at, it don't work over here. But if I would have consulted him in the first place, I would have prevented so many headaches. And so now I won't cast a child away because my ways ain't work. I won't throw them away. I won't, I won't just send them off as a cast-off because my ways ain't work. No, but I had it all together. I looked like this in front of everybody. Everybody thought I was this and that. And so now I can't, I can't possibly have one of my children acting up like this. They're going to embarrass me. I got a reputation to uphold. I'm the head mother of the PTO. I don't even know what PTO is, but... The head mother. Like, everybody likes my cookies. Everybody look at me and they think that I got all this together. I go to church every Sunday, every Tuesday. And so I've made my life look a certain way. But now they got some stuff that's not looking like how I'm presenting myself. Because I'm not presenting myself as a living, holy sacrifice to him. I'm presenting myself a certain way to all these people. I want want, want all my followers to see me a certain way. I want all of them to think that, you know, our relationship is the best one. And so I flip off the handles when we have a little argument, and then she goes, so social media and say something, because you' messing up our image. We relationship goals. They was looking at us. Now you messing it up. Because I had these ways that wasn't like his ways. I was presenting myself to these people and not to him. So let's keep reading. We're going to end it right here. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. So there had to be something that she had instilled in those boys to be able to obey her to do what she was instructed by the man of God. And it came to pass... When the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more, and all oil stayed. So hold on. Let's go back to uh, verse, let me see, verse 4. Because this is, this is Elisha talking, right? And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So he was telling her, before you even do what I told you to do, I'm letting you know what the result will be at the end. Because I already know the power of the words that I'm giving you. I've been inspired by the Holy Ghost to prophesy to your situation. And so now I've instructed you on what to do. And so now I'm telling you before you, so before you even think about whether you go listen or not, I'm telling you what the result is going to be. I'm telling you that the vessel is going to be full before you even go fill them. Because all you guys are pot. And so now you're thinking, what the hell i am going to do with this pot? All I got is a pot. What am I going to borrow all these pots for if all I got is a little pot? I need to go, go borrow full pots. If I'm going to get this money, I need, to go, I need to go borrow full pots from people. I need to go get more debt to take care of my debt. Don't cover your face up. No, we're going to get more debt to take care of this debt. Because I can take care of this debt. Just take, oh, Lord, just debt, debt, debt. And so now the very thing that he instructed her is the very thing that happened. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God. So it's obvious that he ain't do it for her. Because she came to him. That's right. So that means he was somewhere else other than she was filling the pots. Yes, sir. So I'm giving you the instruction, but you the one who's going to have to do it. Right. you the one, Joshua 1.8, you meditate there in day and night, you are going to make your way prosperous. If you follow the instructions I'm giving you, you, the prosperity is already in you. The health is already in you, but it's not going to happen unless you do it. He's given you the power to get wealth, And so now, the instructions that you receive, the manifestation is already on the inside of a seed, right? And so now I need to know which seed to sow to get that manifestation to flow. And so now, if I don't do that, if she would have just been like, man, I'm not going to borrow these pots. I'm going to find another way. Because I'm leaning on my own understanding. Because my own understanding say, I got a pot, going to borrow other pots, ain't going to do nothing for the situation that I'm in. So I got to find another way. But now if I can listen to the Holy Spirit and listen at the way that he wants me to do it, then I can have exactly what it is that God intends for me. Yes. And so I already have what I need to make it happen. He's already given me the power to be healthy. Yes. Your greatest position is choice. Yes, like, you know, it's, it's a terrible position to be in when you don't have a choice. Like when you just ain't got a choice to make. Like when it's just no, this is what you're doing. You know, when you, your mama say, you, you ain't got no wants. Right. I don't want to go to church this Sunday. Boy, you ain't got no wants. That's right. You better put them clothes on the and I for you and you better get in the car. Yes, and so when you don't have a position, you don't have, you don't have a choice to make, that's the worst position to be in. The best position to be in, your most powerful position is choice. In the garden, God gave them choice. He said, eat from these, but just don't touch. But at the end of the day, it's up to you what you choose. If God be your God, follow him. If Popeye's be your God, follow him. If you be your God, follow yourself. But you can't be God unless you're connected to So if he already gave me the power to get what it is, then so I need to follow instructions for me. And so I can't rely on anybody else to do that for me. And so even though her sons, they was connected to her, they helped her get the pots, she the one that was doing the porn. Because this is my pot of oil. I'm the one in this situation. He spoke his word to me. And so now I'm going to take heed of these instructions. I'm not going to leave it to them to do it. Because they, they, they might mess it up. And I don't have time for them to be messing it up. I, I heard what he said, so I'm going to do what he said. And so them, I, I, um, I don't want them to get lazy. I don't want them to see a girl walking by and they go out in the street. I don't want none of that to happen. I know that this is important for me to do, and so I'm going to take heed to the instructions that was given. That's why in the beginning, like, I, I just firmly believe that Adam didn't deliver them instructions to Eve the proper way. Like, she, he just didn't deliver them the way that God gave them to him. Because if, if he would have, there's no way Eve would have went nowhere near that tree. You, you, don't go 50 feet, 100 feet close to that tree. Don't breathe on that tree. Matter of fact, don't even look at that tree. Right. Pretend that tree ain't even there. But somehow, instructions, you know, you know the phone thing where you tell somebody something and then they say it, and by the time you get to the end, it ain't the same as the first time? Make a big difference. You start, you start talking about, you know, uh, the, the, the pig jumped over the moon as sunlight turns into run, run, run me baby all night. It just, turned to, it just turned to something totally different. It just turned to something totally different. I don't even know what run me baby all night mean, but, mm, but it's just different. It just, it just changes to something totally different. And so now, once you get instructions, you keep them instructions. The receiving that's going to take place is going to take place by you following those instructions. Nobody else. I don't care what your mama receives. If she if she don't follow instructions, then that's her business. I'm going to follow the instructions that the Holy Spirit gives me about my life. This is not your life. This is my life. This God's life. This is the life that God gave to me. And so now I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not going I'm not gonna sit here and let somebody else control that. I'm gonna be in control of my life. And me being in control means that I rely on the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me. Not Anthony them. No offense. But I'm not gonna let them other people be telling me. This and that. No, you need to do this. No, you need to do that. No, actually, if he ain't acting right, you need to, you need to not show up at, ho- at home one night and let him, let him worry about where he at. Let him. <laughs> ask him how their marriage is. <laughs> no, people, people, people that be in struggling marriages, they seem like they always got the best marriage advice. <laughs> Are y'all happy? That's why you got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta trace the source. You can't just be letting everybody be talking to you. They be like, you know, actually you need to do this or that. Be like. I know your Instagram a lie. I know, I, I know that ain't real. I ain't seen you post him in about 18 weeks. Something wrong. So you got to check the source. I don't know why I started talking about that, but. Somebody somebody got a friend that's been trying to talk to them about their marriage, who marriage. (laughs) They they trying to hold on themselves. But they got all the wisdom in the world on how you need to get them to act right, how you need to get them to submit and do what you want them to do. Because all they're trying to do is teach you how to manipulate. There's no love and manipulation. If I gotta manipulate you to do something, <laughs> I I don't, I don't want no parts. If I gotta use that much energy to get you to do this or to be this or to say this or to act like this, come on, come on, oh, Jesus, come oh yes, sir. I'm 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 worth way more than that to God. And so I'm not going to settle for anything less than his love. If his love treats me this way and your love treat me that way, if it's not even in the same direction as his love. He, he looking this way and you over here this way. Mm-mm. I ain't going to do it. You don't have to settle for no love less than the love that you experience from your father. Because now I understand that there's no separation between me and him. And so if he is love, I am love. And if I don't see love in you, because I know what love look like. I know what it feels like. I know what it, ta- it smells like. Smell like. I know what love is. And so now if I look at you you looking real unfamiliar. And so I'm not going to accept. Don't be unequally yoked. Yeah. Are we going to believe the Bible? Are we not? We am start slobbing, boy. Start... <laughs> are we going to believe the Bible? Are we not? Are we or are we not? Are we just coming in here to play church are we coming in here to be the church? Are we coming in here to be exactly who God created us to be? Are we coming in here to activate the Jesus on the inside of us? Are we or ain't we? Because if we ain't, then I could could, could, could give you a list of other churches to go to. Because if I'm going to be the pastor of this church, I guarantee you that I'm going to make sure that if you don't be nobody else you going to be who God created you to be. There, there, there's, there's, like, there's a mirror image of who you're supposed to be, and I'm going to make sure that you fix yourself up until you look just like that image. No matter, you could, you could be upset, you could, you, could, you could kick and scream, it don't matter to me. But if you want to come in here to just have the same old humdrum, you know, God didn't create you to be regular. Like if he wanted you to be regular, he would have, he would have made you a dog or a fish or something. Something that has no power no dominion or no authority. But he made you, you. So that means that you special to him. He knew you before somebody and somebody got together to make you. He knew who he created you to be. He knew the thoughts and plans that he had for your life before you knew who you was. Before you could say, ooh, ooh, gaga, da mama, anything, he already knew who you was before you knew it. And so if he know that, if he care about you that much, if he love you that much, how much do you love him to refuse to accept who he created you to be? Because there's that, two questions I'm going to ask you, then I'm going to close. Psych. There's two questions I'm going to ask you, then I'm going to tell you something else. <laughs> I don't even know if two questions. Just let me go. All right. Get up off of me. Um, in the scripture, the word says, God says, all that I have is thine. So if love talks like that and you, you are love, right? Yes. Say, I am love. I am love. All right, you said it. So if love talks like that and you are love, if God's saying that to you, can you say the same thing back to him? Yes, yes. Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, I want you to ask, no, seriously. Honestly, truly, can you say that back to him? Yeah. That God, all that I have is yours. Yeah. Everything. Or yeah. uh, you can have all of this, but not this right here. I'm gonna keep this for myself. But all of this, you can have it. Or is it all? Yeah. Could we say acknowledge Him in all your ways, not some of your ways? He didn't say you know some of these gifts, some of these blessings, some of these like. He didn't, like, he didn't leave you a partial inheritance. He, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't say, actually, you know, you know, I'm God, so, you know, all the earth is mine, everything that's in there. But, you know, I'm going to leave you inheritance, but you know what? Actually, I'm going to cut, you know, I'm going to give you about a third of it, and I'm going to keep two-thirds of it over here. All right. No, he said, all of it. All all you got all of it. So define all in your life. Like, I don't don't even know what the definition for all is. But if I had, I think this would be the one uh, thing that we could say to our English teachers to define a word by the word. Like, all is all. Like, it's just all. They say, you can't define a word with a word. Like, all seems like one of the words you would just say. Like, it's just all. Like, everything you could think it's just all of it. And so now, my life. Can I give God all of my life? Can I give him everything that's within me? And everything that is me, and everything that I have and I possess, can I give it to him? Can I put it under his influence and under his guidance? Can I put it under his authority? Can I submit myself to his will? So let me finish reading this verse. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell her all and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children off the rest. And so right here, right now, I want to release a receiving anointing over everybody under the sound of my voice. To where you'll be able to not only receive instructions, but to be able to receive the manifestation and the benefits of doing those instructions. The same way she was able to receive those pots of oil and have increase in her life because she received the instructions that was given to her. The same way you will receive instructions from the Holy Spirit and from God, he'll give you visions and dreams to do this and do that, you'll do exactly what he says and you'll reap those benefits. And so you'll receive the exact thing that he has on his heart. You'll know his heart before he even speaks his heart because you've listened to the Holy Spirit. And those exact things that he wants for you, you are going to receive them. And so I don't, and So now I don't want you to be thinking about, you know, no, I don't want that or no, God, no, 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 receive I, I am not releasing a beggar's anointing over you. I am releasing a receiving anointing over you so that you know how to receive, that you don't have a problem your pride don't get in the way of you receiving. Your ego don't get in the way of you receiving. Not for you to be going around begging people for stuff, but for you to receive the very thing that God has for you based on your willingness to obey him. And so I don't want you to just want to receive, receive without obeying. Because you're violating God. And so you can't, I receive, you can't violate God and think you're going to reap the benefits. Because that's, scratch. You violated me. You tried to, no, you didn't do what I said. But no, I want so so, oh, say God. I receive, I receive the anointing, the anointing to, receive. to receive. I receive. I receive the abundant life. The abundant life. I, receive I receive you. you. I, receive I receive the life, the life that, you put that you put on the inside, on the inside of me, of me. That, I that I can live, that I can move, that I can, move. That I can have my being, for, have my being. The my for the rest of my From life. This day forward, From this day forward, I have no problem I Receive him. I will receive. I will receive. I will receive. Now get the Lord a hand of praise.